Previously on Plotty Time. All right, all right. We're going to hold up, hold up, hold up. Shoot everybody, go ahead. <laughs> uh, naturally, obviously, the story goes back to which setting? Space. Space, of course. Because obviously, they would go from Southern California to space. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I was like, what the fuck's all this, like, milk flying out of his body? Yeah. No. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. And as there is inappropriate backlash, on one side of the table we have Chump Slap. Never rub another man's rhubarb. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Someone's gonna win a punch in the face. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna win a punch in the face? <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, something occurred to me as I was being dragged down a flight of stairs by a horse on meth. <laughs> Welcome to Potty Time. Was the horse on meth? Horse, yes, yes. Said. the horse was on meth. I was not on meth okay, being dragged check. down the flight of stairs. Uh, so, no, again, perfect. Nothing for the crevice. Boop, boop. As always. Nothing got shoved in there. Shouldn't be in there. We've been just, we've been perfect. I think that's like three out of four weeks or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it might be time to retire the correction crevice. Maybe. <laughs> so, let's just, let's blow past it. Let's blow past it and go right into what we did this week. And we'll start where we always start with the real star of the show, Dr. Scientist. What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I watched a couple of movies, not many. Okay. Ooh. I watched Last Days of Mars for some reason. Is that the one with Liv, Liv Shriver? Yeah. It was, I don't know, it, came, it must have just been added to Amazon because it was yeah, like, hey, watch this movie. Meh, it's kind of dumb. Wouldn't recommend. What is, what's the story? Like uh, They're on Mars and people become zombies and stuff. It's kind of... Dumb. Well, it sounds amazing. I know. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Where it's like, here's the, the plot of the movie. Sounds awesome. I'm like, yeah, it fucking does. Then you go watch it. And it's like, this was really bad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I watched one of my favorite comedies of all time. Hold on. Bachelor Party. Nope. Behind <laughs> the Curve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> uh, it's so good it's so good it's so great I just love all the scientists like yeah I work for NASA fucking yeah I wish I was getting paid to shut up about this that'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like oh yeah we're winning science is even coming close to our arguments they yeah. have nothing to say yeah <laughs> but such a good, highly recommend such a good. to go watch yeah classic yeah, it's pretty great. I love when they keep doing the experiments and like, well, if the Earth really is round, then we will get this result. And then, and they, then they do the experiment and they get that fucking result. Oh, there must be something wrong. We got to try yeah. it again. Wait, why won't the laser then, point through this hole? In them? And then they're like, oh, we can't release that result. That would just go crazy. <laughs> uh, I also watched um, the, a movie called Run with Sarah Paulson. It's a new one. Oh, I saw it. What's or I didn't see it. I saw it come out. What's what's that story about? Sarah Paulson's always great. It's a, it's she has like a daughter born premature and she's like paralyzed from the waist down and it's the psychological thriller. Yeah, sounds like a pretty insensitive title. Then yeah, right. well you have to see it. It's kind of. Do you, you ever watch that documentary? What's it called? The Act. Maybe it was called. No. It's kind of based on that, based on a real story. Mm. Oh, is it? Is it that really fucked up uh, 
Munchausen by Park. Yeah, 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 Oh, yeah. God. I mean, I just ruined the movie for you. But Couldn't do it. Did yeah, not I watch, I that watch that. It was too brutal. And, of course, I watched some Psych, and uh, I started season four of Warehouse 13 again. Been psyched out. It's a good How song. Many, uh, where are you at with Psych again? I'm in the middle of season three. Taking it one so day at a time. You're chipping away. You're chipping away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great show. Can never go wrong with it. No, can't argue not. with that. And the only game I played this past week or so was Vampire. More. I don't you liking know. it? I don't know. Oh, now you're falling off. I mean, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna finish it. It's not great. It's not bad. Combat's a little tough, and it get confused. And hmm. uh, the way you level up is weird. Okay. So if you get to like a place that you can't, you're not good enough with, you have to like go and rest, and then you can level up. But then, the, oh yeah, things change behind it. And stuff. what are you saying? You can only level up when you're sleeping, or yeah, yeah. And if if you're not built, like if you don't make your build the right way, combat's almost impossible. Hmm. At some parts, are you like stuck to only going out when it's dark? Yeah, I mean you're a vampire, Ooh. right? Right. Oh, I get yeah. it. All right. I don't think you do. No, <laughs> if you ask that question. No, I mean I do, but you know how sometimes these fucking vampire stories, like, well, we're wearing this the sacred ring of Rodan, and it allows me to go. <laughs> really out do the, the sacred ring of Rodan? Let you go out in sunlight. <laughs> That's what you the, pulled. The yeah. ring of Go Goran. I don't know. Go I, uh, <laughs> ring of Mothra. <laughs> the ring of Mothra. There we go. But yeah, allows you to fly. But it, eh, it's an action RPG game. It's not bad. It's a good story. I mean, it's set in. 1918 London or 1919 London with the Spanish flu. Hmm. So it kind of hits home. People wearing masks and stuff and all sick. Cool. They got like the plague doctors walking around. They have to, right? Dude, that's like from the middle, the medieval times. Was it? I thought that was. Yeah, it's like blue. That's like bubonic plague. They're still doing that. I wish. (laughs) That'd be great. Anyway, that's all I did. What about you, Papa Scotch? Ah. What'd you play? What'd you watch? Man, I watched a lot of movies. Uh, the girlfriend and I decided that Friday uh, we were just not doing it. Like, we weren't doing the day. So we sat on the couch and watched seven horror movies. That sounds like <sighs> a day I do every day. <laughs> Should have watched Supernatural. Christmas-themed horror movies. Ooh, did you watch Santa Jaws? No. There's, uh. it, you'd be surprised how many we left on the table. Seven's a lot. <laughs> but we, we left a lot on the table. Um, some of the quick ones, uh, we watched Black Christmas, the the newest one. Classic. Not the remake from 2006 or the original from 1974. Oh, I don't know if I've seen the newest one. It's uh, it's all right. Uh, and then there was, oh, God, I can't even think of the seven. I'll just get to the ones I want to talk about. First off. Dead Snow. I, we didn't watch Dead Snow. We did watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. Ooh, the Krampus. Oh, we watched Krampus. She that was the best one of the day. We decided that was the best one. That is a great movie. Yeah, with Adam is. Scott and uh, really? Rob Corddry. Yeah, and um, what's her name? Didn't they make like six Kristen Wiig movies? Like a whole bunch of companies tried to put them out. Yeah the the whole this guy's public domain, so let's all make a fucking movie about him. Yeah, but the Adam but Scott one I think is the the best one. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, yeah, dude, I'll check it out. Yeah, the Adam Scott one definitely. It's good. Uh, then we watched. Well, Silent Night, Deadly Night is the one about, uh, it's from the 80s, about a kid who witnessed his parents, it's it's fucking wild, but he witnessed his parents getting murdered in front of him by a Santa Claus. 
Sexy. Sounds familiar. Not the Santa Claus, like a Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then uh, it traumatizes him, and then he goes to like an orphanage and gets more trauma, and then he starts working at a toy store for some reason and has to like fill in for the department store Santa, and then that just makes him snap and he starts murdering people. I saw. I just saw that not too long ago. Did you fuck my mom, Santa? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's that might have been the inspiration for that episode. Uh, it's it's a it's a good bad movie. Yeah, yeah. Don't expect anything great. Uh, the other one, uh, another local connection. Oh, have either of you seen the film? I never heard of it until we were looking at Christmas horror movies. But it's called Wind Chill. It no. has it's from two thousand seven, I believe. It's like one of Emily Blunt's like first starring roles. Okay. She's playing a, a college student whose like plane got canceled, trying to get home for Christmas, and she goes to like a rideshare board and just gets a ride with this one guy who turns out to be kind of a stalker. The point is, they're going home and they get on Highway 476 in Pennsylvania. Oh, and, turnpike. Uh, yeah, the the that's the Northeast Extension, right? Yeah. All right. Sure. So basically, he decides like take a shortcut and try to like make out with her or whatever. And they end up crashing and being stranded in, like, the freezing cold and almost dying. And they start seeing ghosts of people who died on the road. Take a shortcut off the turnpike? Come on. I know. It's it's not bad. It's just uh, they make Pennsylvania look like fucking the backwoods, right? Oh. So, oh like I mean, that's, like, half of Pennsylvania. Yeah. I mean. Well, and then get this. So the end of the movie, not no spoilers, but there's a bunch of, like, uh, you know, EMS workers that show up bunch of first responders and all of the fire trucks and the ambulances say carbon county nice. fire department yeah that's scary <laughs> <laughs> i was like look at that shit it's probably like up in the north where those weirdos in weatherly you know yeah, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. gross like jim thorpe <laughs> oh. almost Ugh. hazelton so wait is hazelton carbon county? that's no hazelton no, no it's up past Carbon County. I also have not convinced my girlfriend that the word is actually pronounced Schuylkill. She's what does like, she think sounds, it is? She, she has no idea. She's like, that sounds made up. I think you're pulling a fast one on me. Sure, Aquashicla, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I started naming all these off, and she's like, well, I get Aquashicla. I'm like, really? That's the one you get? <laughs> <laughs> like, Catasauqua, Hawk and Dakwa, the, these are fine, but Schuylkill. Conningham. So, nope, nope. And uh, so that was cool, but the, the winner of the Christmas... Horror films. Rare Exports, it's called. Rare Exports. That sounds familiar, too. It is a Finnish film. Mm-hmm. Yep. About about these farmers, like, above the Arctic Circle in the middle of fucking nowhere who, like, raise and sell sheep. And there's... They raise sheep in the Arctic Circle? I guess. I didn't... I wasn't very clear on that part. But the the point is, they... There's a, an excavation on one of the hill... Or the mountains next to them, and they actually unearth santa claus oh is he frozen oh that sounds yep oh he's frozen as fuck and it's 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 a horror movie like it's good turns into encino man (laughs) that'd be great (laughs) kind of or weekend at bernie's (laughs) and it it ends really weird uh it's it's i feel like it's right up your alley chomp slap you gotta check that one out that does sound sound like it it's rare exports and then has like a subtitle that i don't remember yeah well it's good enough go check it out uh, what did I play? I did. I played barely anything. It was a holiday week, and I was busy as shit. I only played a little bit more of Miles Morales. Mm. Yeah. And I downloaded uh for so I don't know why I did this. Demon Souls. I, 
<laughs> no, no, I talked about this. <laughs> Bug snacks? Uh, no, I downloaded Borderlands 3 on my PlayStation 5 as if I'm going to play that again, which I probably won't. Do they have an up? Yeah, you can upgrade version? it. Yeah. When they had the director's DLC in Season 2 came out, they upgraded it for oh. it. Even before the PlayStation 3 was out. Interesting. But, yeah, so I just downloaded the whatever version, upgraded version. How do you fit that and Call of Duty on your PlayStation? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair question. I think... Uh, when you first open, you've seen Call of Duty. When you first open it up, it gives you that menu, like single player, multiplayer, yeah, Warzone. Yeah. I think I only installed the campaign. See, I tried I only installing the multiplayer, but zombies kept downloading anyway. Well, that's multiplayer. Yeah, but not, not technically in the. Choice you didn't. Scenario. That's not what you wanted. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna finish that campaign, and then I'm just gonna. I don't know. If you want to play some zombies one of these days, we can throw it out. Yeah, I haven't touched zombies. I don't even... What the hell is that? <laughs> it's tower defense. But, well, not tower defense, but it's like... Uh, oh, God. What's the word we're looking for? It's wave. Yeah, wave. Wave enemy. That sort of thing. Gears of War. What did they call that? Yeah. Horde, horde mode or horde something? Horde mode, yeah. 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 Same concept. And then you can like board up windows and get power-ups and you can buy new weapons and stuff. Ronald Reagan. That'd be sweet. It's fun, but I don't... Every time I play it, I, I always get to, like, the same level 8 or 9. Like, I can't get... Like, people are getting to, like, level 40. I'm like, how the fuck do you even do that? I don't know. Because you, you just get overwhelmed. Yeah. All right. That's that's really kind of all I play. That's all I did. Uh, what about you, Sir Chumpslap? Playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? What did I do? Um, I'm playing Call of Duty. Some dudes. Some dudes. Some dudes blops. Dude. Some dudes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> prestige level forty something now. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. So you prestiged and then got, again got to level forty something? Yeah. Level forty. Yeah. I'm sure there's people who prestige, prestige like five or six times already. Yeah. You Probably. can prestige three times and get to level hundred for each prestige. So there's people at level three prestige one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. At least you're not that much of a loser. Yeah, if I if only I could be. <laughs> Almost, buddy. Almost. So do you prestige at level 100 or do you prestige at level 55? The first time it's 55. And then I think there's 100, 100 levels for each prestige after that. So you do okay. 55, 100, 100, 100? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Then again, with that game, I had noticed when I was playing it, as long as you just kept playing, even if you were garbage, even if you got no kills... You'd still get points from like assists and wins. Like you could still progress slowly. Yeah. Well, people who are prestiging three times aren't going to be bad at the game. No, probably not. I'd <laughs> hope no. not. Or else, what you're wasting your time <laughs> for? Can you imagine putting like 700 hours into that and just being trash? <laughs> <laughs> like a KD of like, don't say it. Point five. Okay. Mine's like point eight. <laughs> Yeah, I always figured with those games, if I'm like one, like if I'm 500, I'm doing okay. Yeah, exactly. I don't really. KD's not my thing. I'm not bringing down the entire team. <laughs> then again, I'm not winning any games for anybody. That's why I only play objective-based matches. <laughs> <laughs> Domination or hard point or whatever. No deathmatch. Deathmatch is just, I don't know what to do. Kill people? Yeah, but I need an objective to run towards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like wandering around aimlessly shooting people? Yeah, it's weird. 
Deathmatch is weird because I just find myself... I enjoy it, but I find myself, like, fighting with my bros to get to the other end of the map and then just turning around and coming... Yeah, like, just going back flipping the, other the spawns. Way. Yeah, it's yeah. silly. But, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Just got my PS5, so downloaded it. Oh, attaboy. Like, just today got it? Oh, yesterday. I grabbed it after work. Nice. Shit, yeah. Can't wait to try it out. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking big, huh? Holy hell, when they handed me the box, I was like, are you fucking kidding? Is there a TV in here? <laughs> like, do you have a cart for this? What the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I only brought a car. Did I need a truck? <laughs> yeah, I swear if you hold it like uh, horizontally, it's like holding a deli tray. Like it's fucking huge. Yeah, I, it's slightly longer and slightly wider than the fat PS3. Well, I'd say maybe 20% longer and wider. Do you mean yeah, like taller if you stand it up? Yeah, like like fat-wise and then length. Length standing up, height, okay. and then the width of it. I have it on the side. Man, it wouldn't even fit in my uh, entertainment center because the PS4 barely fits. Yeah, no, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be no, close. absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Did you, uh, did, I had to, the only thing I put out the, or took out the book for was I had to figure out how to put that fucking stand together. Yeah, I, I just looked at the book to see how the stand snapped on, but it doesn't get screwed on on the side. No, it has like a hidden screw underneath it. You have to like rotate and find it. Yeah, but you don't screw it in if you lay it on the side. Uh, well, I have mine vertically, so. Yeah, I'd have to lay it in the side, I guess, to fit in. I'm not going to get one for another eight or ten months, but. Yeah, they'll probably have slim. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure I'll let them get all the. Oh, yeah, the bugs. Bugs and stuff out from... I was downloading Call of Duty. Thing just fucking shut off. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I hit the PS button on my controller. One turn on. It's like, oh, shit. It freaked already. Yeah, you can't leave it in rest mode, man. You got to turn rest mode off. It's not the rest mode. It's the automatic rest mode that fucks it up. Uh... Oh, like if you don't play it, it just shuts itself down, you mean? Yeah, you know when it... Like the setting where it's like, if you don't do anything for an hour, it automatically goes, that's what fucks it up. Oh, geez. Well... But if you change, but isn't that just rest mode? How's it different from an automatic rest mode? I don't know, but that's what's fucking it up. That's what's breaking people's consoles. Well, because they're probably downloading something, it's just shutting off in the middle of it. Yeah, it's weird because it just shut off. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've had a, I've had a lot of crashes. I've had probably, I don't know, maybe let's say forty hours into the the whole system, and I've probably, I've had at least ten crashes, at least. Oh, that's great. Can't wait to play some. I think only one or two were Call of Duty. The rest were Miles Morales. So I don't know if it's the games or if it's the system or what. It's probably the system so big and overheating. Just way too many crashes for what it is. That's why I'll wait until maybe I'll get my income tax return. Yeah, wait for the second one, second print run. Anyway, let's move on to... I watched some Key and Peele. Always good. Always good. Season four. Season three, I don't know, something like that. Classic. I don't even. I don't have to go into it. You guys no. know what that is. Yeah, we're we're definitely into it. I watched uh, this movie called Bus Party to Hell. Oh my god! Awesome. <laughs> Lay it on me. Let's go. What do we got? Bunch of people take a butt, like one of those limo buses, partying, getting a ride to Burning Man. <laughs> All right, bunch of winners. But the the driver is actually a Satanist and pulls them off in the desert, and a satanic cult tries to 
summon a demon around the bus and the bus won't move. Okay. So are the people stuck inside the bus? Yeah, they're stuck in like the satanic cult surrounded it. They're just like shouting. They have fucking weapons and stuff. So I mean, everyone's locked in the bus. And I don't really know what it real life is, but I think I could take a Satanist in a fist fight. I mean, probably not all of them, right? But I'd say the yeah, majority of them. you can't say that. Well, I mean, if there was yeah. a group of us in a bus, I'm pretty sure we could go out and... Uh, there were more Satanists. I, 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 it's not like I picture them as jack dudes. They were like biker Satanists. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you said. That's a different story. Oh, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now sorry. we look like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was dumb. Yeah, yeah, it sounds. But if you I don't know if you're in the mood for something really stupid, check it out. But that that's all I watched except for the slapper of the week. Oh, there's no guessing here. Everybody knows what this is. MXC Most Extreme Elimination (laughs) Challenge. Wait, the show? Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty slappy. You know the Japanese show with a really bad... Guy LaDouche? Vic Blankenship? I forgot about Guy LaDouche. <laughs> Kenny Blankenship and Vic, Vic Romano. Romano. That's your slapper of the week? <laughs> Hell yeah. MXC? <laughs> okay. It's on Amazon. Go watch it. <laughs> it's on Amazon, eh? Yeah. First season. I don't know if they ever made a second season. Dude, some of those people get fucked up. I know. It's so funny. Love watching people get hurt and then silly dubs over top of it. I think it's just translations. Maybe. Maybe they're that silly. I don't know. I just love when there's the one dude who's like, fuck this, and they sprint. (laughs) They try to sprint through the thing and like go into like Maybe... They make like the first couple things. You're like, all right, all right, this guy's got a shot. And then like right into the, like their guts hit an overhang or something. Then <laughs> just drop hard into that crazy like theme Mud. park ride water <laughs> oh. <laughs> that no one wants any business with. It's fucking gnarly. Yeah, it is. But yeah, that's it. If you've never seen it, do yourself a favor. <laughs> check it out. Go check out MXC. We uh, grew up with it on, what was it, Comedy Central maybe? Or one of the Spike, channels. Spike, yeah. Spike, yeah. Just had it like on repeat for seven years. Yeah. We've <laughs> so all good. accidentally seen every episode. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, go check it out. So how about we go ahead and sashay over to video game news slash stuff. <laughs> This week, we got three things to talk about. Neat. Not much. Not much going on this week. But uh, apparently, there was quote-unquote... This is the bullshit we'll start with. Quote-unquote confirmation that Resident Evil 4 is being remade. What a surprise. Yeah, I'm shocked. Well, they Literally shocked. They did well with all the others. Remakes, why wouldn't they do it? Right. So, the idea was there was rumors that it was being made, but nothing's official. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, hack at Konami, I believe it was. That's who makes Resident Evil. Yeah. Pretty sure. Sure. There was a hack, and someone dumped on the dark web, and then eventually the real internet, a bunch of shots on Imager with uh, assets from the game that they've been remade. Whoa. You're calling the dark net not the real internet? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) And everybody dumps on the internet. Fucking noob over here. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so 
supposedly that was a secret leak that it exists, but everyone knows it exists anyway, so it's not really. Yeah, I was gonna say, was anybody shocked at all? I no, don't think so. I guess it's big news when like something gets leaked. Even if we already know what's happening, like Grand Theft Auto Six, we all obviously know that's going to come out one day. Yeah, but it hasn't I don't been think announced. so. It's just going to keep remaking God. Maybe. Grand Theft Auto Five. We'll be fucking old ass men in the nursing home, like, "Hey, did you see? <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five Point Five is coming out." <laughs> <laughs> Nurse, right, he's talking about that fucking game again. Uh, that's the bullshit. But uh, there's also a fantastic story that I've been enjoying. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but you guys are aware of the PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah, correct. If you have a PlayStation 5, mm. you can log into it. You can go download a bunch of free PS4 games, play them on the PlayStation 5. So if you do not have a play at PS5, if you have not logged into a PS5 yet, you don't get access to that. But people found out if they log into a PlayStation 5 once, then all those games will become available on the PlayStation 4 for you for free. That's the way it should be, because why do you want to fucking fill up your goddamn hard drive on the PS5 with PS4 games? Well, I'm, that's what I'm, but what I'm saying is people that do not have a PlayStation 5 are buying access to the PlayStation Plus collection from other people. Oh, that's just insane. Is there anything on the PlayStation Plus collection that I haven't beaten? Probably no, not. No, probably not. I mean, there's some great games on there, but they're ones that are that we've probably all played or have no interest in at this yeah. point. But there's basically Sony to combat this have banned accounts forever that are selling it, and have Good. banned the PlayStation Fives. Nice. Oh shit! So you got losers a console that doesn't do shit. Can't get online, so it basically I don't know play disc based games you can't ever update. I was gonna <laughs> say I'll I'll do it for free. And they're calling it, they're the people, apparently it's been mostly concentrated to Hong Kong or China, apparently, but there's a lot of people who are really pissed off about this, and it's like... Well, you probably violate terms of service. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what'd you expect, first of all? I think it sucks your PlayStation 5 gets permabanned, but like the people who have been the purchasers who are trying to get this have their accounts suspended for like two or three months. That's fair, because you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you're spending money on that. You could probably just individually buy whichever games you, you want to play. Yeah, like how much are they charging people? I don't know. Apparently enough that to make it worth it. So it have to be... It's ridiculous. Five-dollary dude. Yeah, I think it's basically like uh, Chump Slap. Say you didn't have a PlayStation 5 and you wanted it. You'd give me your username and password. I'd log in on my PS5 and then you have access to it. Yeah, that's silly. Why would you give some stranger your password? Oh, whatever. Very dumb, very dumb. But apparently people are very mad about this, and I don't know, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, last piece of news, I don't know if you guys saw this one, but there has been a copy of Super Mario 3 that was sold at auction for $156,000. What was wrong with it? Was it a original copy? It or is like a, a demo? sealed in shrink wrap copy of Super Mario 3, which they're, they're out there, there's a lot of them. But yeah. this, the thing that made this so valuable is that it's an extremely rare variant where the formatting on the front of the box, the brothers in Super Mario Brothers 3 in the little text, is on top of Mario's <gasps> hand. Oh my god. Right, and apparently the thing that makes it so rare is there are only three of these out there. Oh, well that makes sense then. People pay yeah. for stupid shit. 
it's and it's graded at like A plus or something like that. Whatever the highest grade yeah. is. Yeah, I don't think it's worth buying if you have to explain to people why it's worth the money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Like I bought this copy for one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and people are like, "I spent like eight hundred bucks on mine. It looks exactly like that." It's like, no, no, no. But is your text in front of the hand? <laughs> Didn't is think it? so. And I'd be like, I don't even fucking remember. I like, you can't tell much. the difference between these two. And you're staring at it for twenty minutes, like, <laughs> yeah. Like one of those stupid puzzles. <laughs> but yeah, oh. that's that has been the that's the world record now for most expensive video games hmm. sold. Do you have any runners up? Uh not in front of me. There was one game that recently sold for a shitload of money. I think it was uh track and field or the game that was track and field before track and field was a game. The special one that was Yeah. Like Olympics, whatever. Mario Olympics. I'm looking it up right now because I'm not putting stuff in the crevice. Uh-huh. See, we got to keep the crevice around just because we look stuff up. I know. And once we get rid of it, we'll stop looking stuff up again. I try to trick him into getting a crevice for next week. Ever sold at public auction? Oh, there was a, recently, there was a sealed 1985 Super Mario Brothers cartridge that sold for 114000 People are dumb. Yeah. That's so much fucking money. To just be sitting in some for a game you can play on your phone, <laughs> yeah, that's not the point. They're not going to open it. I hope, and it's like all for like uh, private collections. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, I got a. I spent a hundred thousand dollars on this Super Mario Brothers game. Well, if you're a millionaire, what else are you buying? Food for the maybe poor. it's like Brewster's Millions. He has to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has to get rid of it all in like a week. Maybe uh, the most expensive console I. Uh, a couple months ago, they sold that Nintendo PlayStation prototype. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 360000 That's ridiculous. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. But, uh, yeah, that's all the video game news slash stuff. All right. So how about we get into the wonderful game this week? Which game? This game. <laughs> Wait, we have the, a game this week? The direct... Sequel to the classic horror, John Carpenter horror film, The Thing. We are doing 2002's The Thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was released August 20th, 2002 for PC and then later that year, Xbox and PS2. Developed by Computer Artworks and published by Black Label Games. I don't know any of those. Third person action adventure. Sh- oh, I okay. I got some third person action adventure shooter. And the only writers I saw credited were John Carpenter because of the movie and the characters, and uh, the guy who wrote the original movie, The Thing from Another World, which was the basis for John Carpenter's movie. Uh, so, well, this is a canon from what I hear. For the in case they ever make a thing too. Yeah, I guess. So, I, I was watching another video about it, and apparently, Computer Artworks only made one other game. I think it was called Evolver. And it was also about aliens who could shapeshift into people and attack people. So, I mean... Sounds good. Getting a lane and stick to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they got a wheelhouse, you know? So, I'm going to spoil the movie The Thing because... For for any of us who haven't seen it. Yes, for those of you who haven't seen it, because this is a direct sequel that takes place almost exactly when the movie ends. Yeah. Uh, Basically, there are two camps. There's the Norwegian camp and there's the American camp up in Antarctica and up, up in, in Antarctica, down in Antarctica. <laughs> oh, I guess it's up if you're in the South Pole. No, no, no. 
<laughs> tried. I tried it. Swung yeah. for the fence. I mean, up and down are relative, I guess. The idea is they excavated something they found. It turned out to be an ancient parasite alien, or a thing as they call it. And the whole tension, the whole reason the horror movie exists is because the thing can basically replicate and mimic any human being. Much like the movie Mimic? Pretty much. Kind of. Well, yeah, but it, in Mimic, they were just took like the shapes of people. In this, they actually can walk and talk and reason and mm. take the character traits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a, a fantastic scene, a very, very famous movie scene where uh, the, the whole thing is them wondering who is the thing and who isn't. And is this person real or are they an alien? And they do the blood test scene where they have flamethrowers and Kurt Russell basically takes blood samples from everyone. The idea being that the thing, every single cell, is a living organism. So if they try to destroy the blood, it'll fight back. Yep. And then as time goes on, more people succumb to the thing. But anyway, end of the movie. There's only two characters left. There's Kurt Russell as R.J. McCready. And then there's Childs, who's played by the eclectic Keith David. Yes, sir. If you haven't seen this movie, go see it because it's fucking great. And then come back and listen to this. It is a good movie. Some of the best practical effects i've ever seen yeah it's from 80 i want to say 82 but i don't think that's right i want to say 87 maybe well let's look it up (laughs) it was released 1982 Bam. all right you win jerk Uh, apparently i remember reading i remember reading about this that it was a flop in the theaters uh it didn't do very well because there was another movie about an alien that came out that year alien where the alien was everybody's friend and ate m&m's Never heard of it. No, or I think he Reese's ate Reese's pieces. pieces. That's right. E.T. <laughs> came out earlier that Oh, summer. yeah. People did not want to see a horrifying alien. They wanted to see fun aliens. So People are garbage. When did Killer Clowns from Outer Space come out? 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so we start in media res. Is that what it's called? Close enough. Uh, security camera footage was some, probably the best voice acting we've ever seen in any game. <laughs> And uh, it's just two people getting killed by a thing monster. So so is that the natural form of the thing? Sort of. They kind of, when they know the jig is up, they can just kind of multiply and get huge and morph into, like, people, alien hybrids. Or dogs. Or dogs. I guess that's, the, I guess, to answer your question, let's say yes. Okay. And uh, after this scene of people just getting killed, uh... Like I said, it takes place U.S. Outpost 31, Antarctica, just after the film. Uh, a guy by the name of Colonel Whitney, uh, who I just wrote down as the big dick in charge. Yes. Oh, the BDIC. The BDIC. <laughs> sends two teams to investigate. Team Alpha, led by Captain Pierce. They're going to go check why the Norwegian camp isn't talking to anybody. And then Team Bravo, led by our playable character, J.F. Blake, who is going to the U- U.S. camp in Antarctica. Outpost 31. Captain Blake seems like such a trite name. Like it's been used a thousand times. It is. Also, his voice sounded so familiar. And then I went and looked it up, and this is the only game this dude... This is the only credit this guy has. (laughs) Did the colonel have a... Was he a famous person? I don't know if he was famous. I don't know if we're using the term Because he sounded like the dad from Arrested Development. I don't think it was him. Uh, what, I was uh, I was gonna start randomly saying things, but are you gonna say Bobcat Goldthwait again? No, <laughs> I was gonna say the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, his name is William B. Davis. Is Colonel Whitney? Whit. I kept writing Whitney. 
but it's Whitley. Oh, yeah, man. He's the cigarette smoking guy from the X-Files. Oh. All right. Fair enough. Famous that guy. Yeah, that guy. And he's still kicking around. Good for him. Still making movies. Yeah, absolutely. So Bravo team stumbles upon the makeshift spaceship, which was actually in the end of the thing film. That was created by the Blair thing when the alien was trying to escape from Antarctica. So the alien was trying to make a UFO. Yeah, un- underground. When when they came across this, they kind of just like didn't acknowledge it much. Like, oh, there's a UFO. Yeah, they. I, I think it was just supposed to be a nod to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but you think the people going in to investigate this would be like... Well, they'll be like, it's. why is it all made from... Earth stuff. Whatever ship or whatever the alien came down and was destroyed, so it was trying to piece together a ship. Yeah. To get the fuck out of there. So that's what I'm saying. Like it wouldn't have been like alien origin if somebody looked at it to be like, oh, somebody making a fucking weird UFO shape thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if I came across that, I'd be a little bit more than oh, there's one. Yeah, seriously. Fair enough. Uh, they find Blake finds an audio log from R.J. McCready. Uh, I I don't know if it's the same one he recorded in the movie because there's he does like an audio journal in the movie as part of his character thing. Yeah, it's it was it sounded very similar, but I don't know if it's word for word. All right, so he was just saying, you know, the thing can uh, replicate into anyone. Uh, no one trusts anybody anymore. We don't know who's the thing and who really isn't. So on and so forth. It's like if th- anyone finds this, was the thing an allegory on the internet before the internet became a thing? You don't know who anybody is. Everybody's fake. Whoa. That's an interesting take. I I always thought it was like uh, AIDS, like an an AIDS allegory. No. Yeah, that makes sense too. Like one of you is a monster, <laughs> <laughs> and anyone can be can have it and look normal. Apparently, that wasn't the case. John Carpenter said he was never intending to do that, but I kind of you know I kind of saw that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows how much John Carpenter hates AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Don't ask. Yeah, yeah. So they stumble upon the body of Childs. At the end of the film, uh, Childs and McCready were sitting in the snow. All the fires were burning out. It was like negative 40, so they were just, they were basically going to freeze to death. Mm -hmm. And And the whole movie ends with them not knowing if the other one is the thing or not. And it just fades to black. It's a good ending. Is one of them definitely the thing? You don't know. So either it could be none of them or one of them. Yeah. Okay. They could have destroyed the entire thing or one of them was trying to get out with right. the thing intact. Yeah. Basically, at the end of the movie, they said uh, there's if they, they accepted the fact that there's no way this thing can get out of here. So we're going to blow the place up. Yeah. Uh, they did not find McCready. They found the body of Childs dead from hypothermia. Uh, yeah. And then under orders, Bravo team blows up the base or what remains of it i guess yeah yeah uh then basically uh they're done they've they've gotten what they came for bravo team fucks off uh except for blake blake tries to hail the alpha team at the norwegian camp they're not responding he says hey i gotta go whitley's kind of like dude don't don't worry about it you did your job you know, we'll figure it out and he's like I, i'm the only one that speaks norwegian like i gotta go <laughs> that, that was his to. excuse so he Gets there pretty quickly and finds a guy, I believe, I don't know why I, I miss a guy named Carter. Maybe, yeah. Some guy. You run into a lot of guys and there's a there's like a a team aspect to the game, a squad aspect. Yeah. 
where you can recruit people. You can actually give them blood tests. And some of them, if they fail the blood test, will just turn into the thing monsters. And then you have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I the, th- the complaint about the game that everyone kept saying was these are all scripted. Yes, yeah, so you can't play it again and get something different. Right, which would have oh. been awesome. Yeah, I mean, what year was this game? 2002. Yeah. PS2 era. Um, so I guess it was a limitation. But uh, you keep you keep going on. You get attacked by the Scuttlers, mm-hmm. which are supposed to be basically upside-down heads with spider legs. Oh, yeah, straight from the movie. Yeah, they're like, what do you call them? Like the little enemies in every shooter? Grunts. The horde enemies, the grunts, whatever. They try to overwhelm you. Every every game has yeah. these. Yeah, exactly. So you, you keep going on, and you find Pierce... The head of Alpha Team just basically freaking out, like I don't know, I I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know. There's people turning into monsters. I don't know who's what. Yeah. So he's the head, and he's the one freaking out. Every underling is like, okay, whatever. Mm. Let's yeah. do this. His dad was probably a general. Yeah. Right. Every underling's like, are you the assholes that came here to save us? Yep. All right. Great. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Pierce is freaking out. Blake basically does the blood test to show him, hey, I'm, I'm going to show you what I already know. That's his quote. Passes the test. Pierce calms down a little. And uh, they move on, trying to find, tra- trying to now reestablish communications with Whitley. Yep. And then this is the catalyst for almost the rest of the game. But they, uh, they go outside. They get separated in a storm. Blake finds two other guys. They all have names, but I don't think they matter. No, they're just part you can have, people you can have in your squad. Williams is one of them. Yeah, Hayes was another in there. Yeah. Uh, but and I always I also thought it was interesting that they find these two guys, Hayes and Williams. They're obviously still alive. They know what's going on, and then they don't give a shit about the blood test. They're like, "All right, yeah, let's go. It's fine." Yeah, and Williams is like, "I ain't good. I ain't letting you in the comms room until you kill all these things." Yeah, that was weird. So like, I don't trust you. I don't know if you're cool. Go kill everything outside this room. Yeah. And uh, eventually Blake, moving on, gets to the radio room. Uh, I don't know. Did I forget to say that they got separated in the storm? They got separated. No, in the you storm. said that. Blake and Pierce. So Blake moves on to the radio room, and he sees the radio has actually been taken to a nearby warehouse. Oh, no. How did he know it was taken to a warehouse? I think they. Uh, he runs into somebody. They left somebody. a note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Borrowed it at warehouse. <laughs> LOL. Night or day sometime. <laughs> nice. Money me. Money <laughs> now. Uh, so Blake heads towards the warehouse and he finds Pierce again. Oh. And uh, apparently Pierce is turning, which is not how it worked in the movie. No. In the movie, basically the thing killed you and then it took time to replicate itself to your body. Yeah, and then it acted normal all the time. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense that it's not like a, a zombie movie where you get bit and like change. Yeah, and also I want to point out in the movie, the thing was like terrified of fire and it was pretty much just toast if it did catch on fire. Yeah. And in this, they're just like spraying shit with flamethrowers and it's not really doing anything. Yeah, that's a good point. It did not care for fire in the movie. <laughs> no. But, uh, Pierce realizes he's turning. He wants Blake to shoot him. Blake is like, no, I'm not doing it. And then Pierce says the best line in the game, if you want a job done right, you got to do it yourself. Sack Blows move. his brains out. <laughs> Sack move. And they 
grossly show the shot to the head. It's pretty good. For 2002, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, like a third of his skull is just gone. It's pretty good. Check it out. Gross. <laughs> so Blake moves on going for the goddamn radio. Uh, he keeps running into people and like recruiting them and using them for his team, whatever. And eventually he finds uh, some one of the Norwegian dudes with the radio, which is odd because in the movie, they got to the Norwegian base and it was basically destroyed. There were no living Norwegians. Yeah. Anywhere near it. Is this Dr. Faraday? Uh, we're getting there. Okay. Gets in, he finds a Norwegian dude with the radio, and, and the Norwegian dude turns into a huge monster. It's like a boss fight. Which oh, is weird, because yeah. he doesn't speak Norwegian. <laughs> yeah. That is also strange, yes. Blake continues on, and then he finds this sub-facility beneath the Norwegian base. Oh, there's always a sub-facility. Pyron. Oh, of course. I was like, what is this, a fucking Resident Evil game? What is? We just keep going <laughs> underground? Yeah, you got to go through the fountain in the back. Yeah, what do you think's under these fucking Antarctic facilities? How did they build this? Like, how do you just... You know what? We're going we're gonna, to we're be here all day if I'm trying to figure out how they poured concrete negative 40. <laughs> is there... Is They're there, Norwegian. Is there a reason why the Norwegians are there? They were just scientists, like, doing yeah, research. Just science, like... Oh, so it was just a, a Norwegian team and an yeah. American team. Okay. Like actual Antarctica. It seemed odd to me that the Norwegians would be in Antarctica just <laughs> randomly. Just checking it out. But. Yeah, they're just... they're At the beginning of the movie, they were... I think the U.S. is a military outpost. I don't know why. I Isn't think it always? Some... Yeah, right. right. Yeah, Whoa. fair enough. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Ooh. Speaks for letters. <laughs> so they, the, they find out the facility called Pyron is run by a company called Gen Inc. <laughs> so generic names. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. And uh, they're doing experiments on the Norwegian th- uh, victims, the Norwegians who turned into things. Oh, oh okay. yes. And now they're down to only a few survivors, and they are, com- they are com- ooh, commanded by Dr. Sean Faraday. Voiced a very by- Norwegian name. I know, right? Voiced by John Carpenter himself. Ooh. Uh, he also gave the stamp of approval for this, by the way, as an official work, like the the canon work, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. It makes sense. But doesn't. And then, no, it doesn't. It does not. But uh, Blake tries to leave with Faraday anyway. He's like, all right, let's go. And then Faraday's like, he's totally being a dick about this whole thing. I don't know if you guys caught that, but he's like, oh, are we getting out of here or what? What's the deal? What are we you doing? You have no idea what these can do. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just have written down my thing. Who is being a dick, BTW? <laughs> so he uh, they continue on, and then they run into Whitley, of all people. Oh, no. They found him. Hmm. Don't need the comms anymore. Weren't even aware that he was on the base. Mm-hmm. It's sus. A little bit. Uh, there's a bit of a Mexican standoff, a bunch of dick measuring, and then... Whitley, basically we find out that Whitley is in on it, and this was the whole plan, so he shoots Faraday with a tranquilizer. He shoots and like, you with a tranquilizer. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yes, he shoots Blake He does in shoot the face. Faraday, but... With a real gun. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know if you noticed with the character models, but it was the same gun, so I don't know what kind of <laughs> crazy it's, nonsense It's a trank bullet. you never <laughs> seen him? Yeah, I remember selling or splinter cells. Yeah. In this scene, they totally play it up as this huge, super dramatic death scene. Yeah, I know. It's funny. Yeah. Of him, like, dying and falling from, like, 30 different angles, and then he's on the ground. I was like, shit, did they just kill 
the main character, like, are we going to play the rest of the game as somebody else? And they're like, oh, it was just a Trank gun. Yeah. I mean, Which he, doesn't make much sense. He has no problem killing anybody else, but he needs yeah. you alive. You're the main protagonist just here. Just to we run, can't rub kill it you. in. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, I guess he tries to get him infected to be another test subject, but it didn't take. Yeah, this is where you find out you're like immune to it or whatever. Wow. A protagonist is immune to the alien they're going oh, against. That's a bingo board. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense with the movie. Yeah, if they just an- kill you and... Yeah. It seems like it's an infection in this game, but from what yeah, you say, the it's movie. definitely not. Yeah. yeah, you would think that in if it were going by movie rules, it would have just immediately murdered you and then tried to replicate, and if it couldn't do it, it would just give up and yeah. slink away or replicate something else. But no, whatever. He's immune. What? Okay, fine. We'll go with it. Faraday tries to eradicate the virus in the lab. Uh, Whitley says, what are you doing, buddy? I can control it because I'm infected. What? And I'm dope AF. So yeah. I don't know what the big deal is. We should keep this and turn it into a weapon. He's like, I can't wait to get back to the mainland and start spreading it, coughing on people and yeah. such. I won't even wear a mask because it's fake news. <laughs> the thing doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, after the election, the thing is going to go away. <laughs> no one's going to talk about it. So uh, for his trouble, Faraday gets shot directly in the face by Willie. Ah, uh, jerk. And that's it. So we go back to Blake. He wakes up in the abandoned Strata Research Facility, which I guess is part of the underground Oh yeah. facility, well, I guess. Sure. Yeah. You, 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 keep, you keep fighting through. You keep running around. You're finding soldiers. There was a really neat uh, aspect of this game where you can, like, run to a window, draw the thing monster over, then you run to another side, and you can, like, go through the hallway and get around it. Yeah. So it's not stealth, obviously, but it's kind of, it's like a puzzle, I guess. Is the best way to put it. Or you could just shoot him. I guess it's also kind of their survival horror elements to it. But anyway. I guess it's like if you had ammo or not. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You had the option to just run away. Uh, and then finally, Blake arrives at a bomb. Yeah. I a guess, self-destruct bomb? Yeah. Yeah, like Whitley decided he was just going to blow this up. And then as the thing explodes, Blake makes it to an elevator. And then in the video I watched, he had like two companions with him. Yeah. And I guess they just fucking dead and didn't make it to the elevator. Yeah. They, <laughs> the speedrun I, I watched, the guy said like, no matter what you do, you can't save the people who are following you here. That's just, so ridiculous. Like you can get to the thing and wait and they'll just not make it. Hmm. And, uh, I mean, Blake continues on. He finds, this isn't really part of the story, main part, but he finds two dudes uh, holding guns at each other, like, you're a thing. No, you're a thing. Oh, so yeah. He, he makes them do the test, and one of them actually is a thing, and the other guys have to shoot him dead. It, it's pretty. Good. It's a pretty cool moment, actually. I yeah, like that I, part of it. I thought it was neat. So Blake continues, unravels the whole government conspiracy that Gen Inc. is used the virus to create something called the cloud virus that's going to be used as a biological weapon. But did, did, did the movie have anything to do with that at all? No, absolutely no. not. Okay. It was just a weird alien life form that they found under the ice. I feel like... Chicken tonight. Yeah, like chicken tonight. <laughs> but like every time they find an alien thing, they always want to turn it into a biological weapon. Yeah. Like that's the first thing they do. Yeah. Well, it's not... No one like there's and there's always a scientist who's like, wait, we can't do that. We need to understand this first. Yeah, and then usually they get murdered. They get by shot. Yeah, they get shot in the face. Did we yeah. skip over the part where he takes C four, puts it on the 
The planes? The plane wheels and shoots it out. I don't... Like that's how C4 works? <laughs> I don't know. I, I know what moment you're talking about because he eventually decides to, like, this isn't going to happen. We're, like, I, I don't know if I could save myself, but the least I can do is stop the spread. Yeah. So he just sabotages all the planes. Yeah, that's yeah. what he puts C4 on him. But. I don't know where in this timeline that happened. That happened right before right he got before to the two guys with yeah. the guns. Oh, okay. So I just skipped over. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so yes. See, he sabotaged all the planes, shot the, the C4 attached to them. <laughs> Brilliant. And blowed it up. Blowed it up. Blowed it, up. it <laughs> straight the fuck up. Uh, you, you keep going. Uh, everyone's dead now, so it's not, and the planes are blown up. The weapon isn't getting out. And finally, we run into Whitley again. Uh, he's in, And then he spills the beans. He's in charge of the whole operation. And he actually injected himself with something called cloud virus B number four to try and cure his terminal cancer. Uh, Makes sense. That, yeah. I'm usually injecting weird shit. So he's like, I'm dying anyway. Let's do it. And he turns into this fucking psycho, who, which again, don't understand. His, at some point you light him on fire and he just kind of walks through it and doesn't catch on fire. Yeah. That's Why does not... the fire not matter again? Because maybe it's the cloud virus B4. Maybe yeah. they changed it around a little evilly. bit. Yeah. Maybe. He, Whitley then explains a team is on its way to airlift him to get out. It was like there's backup plan, I guess. Yeah. And then he's gonna he's just going to use himself and start the global explo- exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whit- Whitney flees, tries to get the fuck out. Blake runs after him, and they end up at the excavated site of the original thing's spaceship, where Whitley transforms into a massive thing creature. And this is, I guess, the final boss fight. You have to take him out. Yeah, from a helicopter turret. Yep, and then the Hilo pilot showed up, used, uh, basically helped him kill it before he left. And it turns out that McCready was the pilot. Oh, get the hell out. Which so, makes no sense. I was no. going to say, so is, is he the, the thing then? If he survived and the other guy froze? That's what it's, yeah, right? Like, it begs the question. How did he get out? Because in the movie, everything was destroyed. The radio was destroyed. There was no way to contact anybody. The, yeah. The, the what's it? The helicopter they had was destroyed. Maybe he like killed the beginning of the fucking movie. Alpha Team when they dropped in with their helicopters. Just stole <laughs> one. Yeah, that's that's the thing, too. Is McCready a thing? Still masquerade? I think we're led to believe he's not. Like, we're led to believe he's just... Fucking Kurt Russell from the first one. When yeah. did the government have a time to try and make this cloud virus? I know. They just discovered this shit. Yeah. And now this guy's like, oh, I've been injecting it since September. I've been mainlining <laughs> this stuff for years. Yeah. I don't know. There it are, falls off the rails right there. There are a lot of plot holes. Yeah. And definitely. and it doesn't it does not go with the continuity of the original one. It also doesn't make sense that the thing those little enemies that run and swarm you, there's so many of them because they were all a human's head. I don't, it's very, they made rules in the movie and then that's just broke them for the sake of being a video game. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. All right. Most of that was from the Wikipedia entry because that made a lot more sense. Yeah, I learned a lot just by watching the speed run because the... Cutscene movie. Yeah, really. cutscene movie was garbage. Yeah. But it is a 2002 game, so it's kind of 
Yeah, I mean, a half-hour PS2 game cutscene movie, not bad. Like, we, <laughs> we've we watched shorter ones for PS2 yeah. games, for sure. Let's go ahead. Let's move on to our final thoughts here. All right. Sounds good. And let's start with you, Sir Chump Slap. Oh, me? I don't think you went first in a while. No, no I, I, I don't think he ever has. I know. I'm always self-conscious about my score. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get to set the tone today because we're going to ask you, would you play it? What'd you score it? Did the story work for you? Would I play it? No. Fair. I mean, it's supposed to be survival horror, but... Eh, I don't know. It taints the, the original movie, the thing, if you ask me. Did the story work for me? Also, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Like we said, there were plenty of plot holes. I mean, if they kept it to the original, the thing was an alien. It killed and then mimicked you and just went on to do the same over and over again. And it just tried to expand. That's what the thing was. Not this fucking virus that some people are probably apparently immune to and some people use it to fucking fight cancer (laughs) (laughs) you're bringing up a great point because in the movie the only reason it mimicked anyone or tried to hide was so it can sneak a ride and get the fuck out of the 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 arctic basically yeah because it hated cold too so if there was going to be a plane with a whole bunch of virus on it why would it give a shit it's like oh let's just let's all like huddle around this plane and protect it yeah exactly yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, let's see. The people were not very deep. Everyone was just this, the same thing. I didn't even... Nobody really stuck out to me except for McCready because... Right. Just because you knew who he was. Yeah. It's some guy doing a Kurt Russell impersonation. I know. It's sad they couldn't even get Kurt Russell, but they could get fucking John Carpenter. Even Keith David was too busy to jump in on this one. Yeah. But, yeah, story was garbage. And it it really, I was excited to watch this because I thought it would be cool as hell. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. So, all in all, out of 27 stars, how many stars do I give it? I'll go seven. Mm, I don't even know why. Just because... It's based Nostalgia. on a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess right. they tried. Yeah, fair enough. There was certainly an attempt. Yeah. yeah. But being based on a good thing doesn't make it good. I know. Well, they look some at, of look it. Look at Cucumber Lime Gatorade. Ew. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's a 30%. Like, that's, like <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say he gave it a good score. Yeah. yeah. It's point. like somebody who handed in an assignment at school. Yeah. I mean, they're going to fail because it sucks, but at least they handed it in. C minus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, let's well, let's see what you got to say about a scientist. Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Would I play it? No. I mean, if I was going to play a squad game, I'd rather play Jericho. That seemed much better. The story was pretty boilerplate all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I was going to give it a higher score until you guys told me about the movie, and now it just makes this game seem worse. Mm. It seems like they just changed the world to make it fit their narrative. 
Yeah, I don't know if they had the game idea first. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of what it seems like. Like, oh, let's just move it to the Arctic and make it the thing. Yeah. <sighs> nothing was good. Nothing was new or interesting about it. No. I did think it was cool when I was watching the speed run that some of the people are infected, but they never change. So, you, like, replay value is kind of meh. Yeah, nobody was worried about replay play value yeah, in 2002. Right. But I, I don't know. After hearing you guys talk about it, I was disappointed. I'll give it three stars. Three out of 27 stars. Yeah. I don't think it's as good as the star games I gave four stars. So, And that game that we, we called a thing clone, what game was that? Didn't we just do it? I don't remember what it was called. Ex- extermination? Maybe. I think was that, it one that was, one That was a better yeah, I definitely, thing sequel. <laughs> extermination was a... I gave more points than this one. But yeah, Extermination was like that. Yeah, the, the Extermination... I was blanking on what the fuck Extermination was about, but I think it was about another Arctic it was, facility it was. and a virus or... Yeah, and then it tries they, to escape by... It was it was like the thing, because it actually like cloned itself and just tried to take over yeah. life forms. It was more like yeah. the thing than this was. It was more like the thing than this was. <laughs> Good point. But what about you, Papa Scotch? You picked it. Why don't you tell us if you would play it and what you'd score it and if the story works for you? Well, thanks for asking. Um, would I play it or could I even see myself playing it? I don't Probably not. I mean, I like. I really liked the idea and I would love to see a game, especially one made now where you couldn't trust anybody especially if you needed them to like uh, progress through parts of the level it'd be better if you couldn't just do a blood test and figure it out it's like among us sort of like a, maybe yeah. but instead of just one person being the 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 i don't know bag i don't know much about among us i think imposter. one of them is, yeah it's just one of them is the imposter it's like a murder mystery. among us is a better thing sequel than this apparently <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're right but uh, imagine Among Us, but instead of just one person being the imposter, it could be as many as six of you. Six out of seven could be the imposter. Or seven out of eight. However many there are. Yeah. I'm showing my Among Us ignorance here. But I, uh, I I, really am a big fan of the movie, The Thing. I love it. I love that property. I think it's one of it's my second favorite movie of all time. Whoa. Mo- any movie. Any movie. Number all one right. is Apocalypse Now. Number two is The Thing. Just what because a Forrest I, Gump. I mean... That's a feel-good movie, but the thing... That's I mean, a the way good movie? They... <laughs> <laughs> He's a football star. I stopped it after that. What happens? He has a kid that most likely has AIDS. <laughs> oh, he's a millionaire, though. It's fine. All right. It's fine. <laughs> you got a shrimp boat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Now he's got a bunch of restaurants. He's doing great. He's doing great. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just love the way the movie build, built tension and how, you, like, the blood test scene is one of the best scenes. Like, I mean, that's yeah. a classic horror film scene. And I just felt like this game was lacking in all of that tension because anybody could have been a thing and it didn't really matter because you could just blow them away pretty quickly. It was, it, it was, all the, all the good parts of the thing movie were not in this other than the setting or some of the characters you, you liked from the movie. Yeah. So, man, that was a long way of saying I wouldn't play it. I just want to say even the monsters didn't look as good. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they weren't you're, as you're, you're diverse. You have practical effects versus 16-bit. Yeah, but they weren't as diverse 32. and strange. Yeah, because in the movie, they kind of fought or attacked 
the thing as it was transforming. So it could have been like one of a billion combinations of tentacles or other teeth or crazy bullshit. And uh, in this, they all kind of look the same, which I get it's a limitation of the system, sure, but still disappointing. So did the story work for me? I guess I kind of answered that, but I'm going to say mostly no, because they just did. They set all these rules and made an exact sequel to the movie, and then they just blew through most of those. Yeah. They completely changed the fact that it's an alien that can replicate people, and then now it's a virus that attacks your bloodstream, which sure. doesn't make sense. Well, they were just like, well, I mean, it makes everyone sense. else is making virus games. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it makes sense in the context, but it doesn't make sense for the first thing movie. So the story didn't really work for me. Uh, I, I also hate the fact that they uncovered a massive underground facility in the Arctic because the logistics of creating something like that would be absolutely insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially in 2000s. Yeah. I mean, now it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> How would you get all the material there is the first problem. I don't think the heavy equipment to build the place Boat. would work that cold. <laughs> no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. Let's, let's not get into it. All right, fine. So... What would I score it? I'm gonna. I thought about this, and I'm gonna go with a six. Mm, so that's. But I think that's because it had things I liked in it from the movie. Yes, it's a nostalgia tinted sixteen. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I gave it anything over. Which might be why I rated it so low because I never saw the movie. Yeah, that could be it. Well, think about it though, Doctor Scientist. That's how good the movie was. True. <laughs> that this we gave a 16 to, despite the fact it was not very good. I mean, if the pilot wasn't McCready at the end, would it have gotten a 7? Probably not. He <laughs> <laughs> slash that in half. Um, so where does that compare with what we did? That is one point less than Resistance Fall of Man mm-hmm. and one point less than Alpha Prime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is two points higher than Need for Speed Underground. Ugh. Well, I, know. I don't know. I don't shit. know about that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that nostalgia definitely tw- twisted that score. <laughs> and it was one point higher than Red Faction Gorilla. Yeah, that's about right. I think Need for Speed Underground didn't get enough love from us. I disagree. I think we should have <laughs> lit up that game a lot harder than we did. But there you go. If you can get yourself a copy of this game, I don't know. Go go play something else. I don't. I don't bother. It would be cool to have a copy of it just for like a piece but never play it <laughs> no all right well that is going to take us to our favorite segment of every week which is dr scientist tom hanks content let's hear what the scientist has to say about tom hanks today <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great all right. <laughs> every, every week it only took us 48 weeks to <laughs> But, uh, uh, okay, every week we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% amazing guaranteed piece of Tom Hanks content. He never disappoints. He always makes it and relates it to the game. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got? Well, since this was based on the thing, I decided to do a Tom Hanks movie that was loosely based on another movie. Bachelor Party. No. <laughs> it's called Saving Mr. Banks. It's about the story of Walt Disney pursuing Mary Poppins. Oh, yes. For an adaptation. He plays Walt Disney, which is probably the only time you'll see him play a Nazi. (laughs) I was going to say the known anti-Semite Walt Disney, (laughs) who gave money to the Nazi party like 
way after that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> like people way ignore kind of like they ignore Mercedes Benz and their Nazi ties. That's true. Or Volkswagen. But you yeah. could make the attempt that they didn't really have a fucking choice. Mm. Ah, neither did Disney. Prove me no, wrong. No, he really didn't have a choice. <laughs> well, no. Sorry. He definitely had a choice. He absolutely <laughs> had a choice. But he died in the 70s, so no one gives a fuck. What about Bear Aspirin? There you go. I mean, all right. I guess we'll relate this to Nazis somehow. <laughs> uh, go watch uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Check it out. Has anyone seen it? I, could, I couldn't watch it. No, I did not see it. You did not see it? <laughs> nice. Boo, that's what our listeners come here for. <laughs> Quality work. Hey, play. I told you to go watch it. I didn't say I was going to watch it. All right. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. And that's going to take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Trump Slaps, Fuck, Mary Kill. To the Trump Slap, Fuck, Mary Killing. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Every week, Dr. Scientist and I pick three characters from the game we just saw, played, watched, whatever, and we get to decide, or Chump Slap gets to decide which one he's going to have sex with, which one he's going to marry, which one he's going to murder. This week, Dr. Scientist, it's your turn to pick two characters. Oh, my God. There's Uh, only like two characters in it. They're all one character, actually. There's like 40 characters, and 38 of them are the exact same one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with uh, Whitley after he injects himself. Okay. So he's all free of cancer at that point. But before he tur- turns? Yeah. Right in that little thing. Okay. And we'll go with the John Carpenter played Dr. Faraday. Oh, God damn it. Now I have to switch gears. I was definitely going to take Faraday. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Faraday. You got Whitley. Uh, I'm going to say the frozen body of Childs. Ooh. Ooh. That's the one you fuck. I know, I can't kill it, really. <laughs> I figured Whitley was too easy of a kill, so I had to go harder. I had I had to. Dr. Scientist made me. I don't know. I think I'd rather kill Faraday. I don't know. Mm, do we make him think a little bit? Let me see. Let me see. Let me think. <laughs> hmm. Mostly quarters, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Let me go talk to my boss. I went the wrong way. (laughs) That's the best part of that whole skit. So what do you say? I went the wrong way. All right. Let's go. Uh, Whitley. Whitley, we're fucking. Killing Faraday. And marrying the corpse. Marrying the frozen corpse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you have a big problem with uh, nagging. So the frozen corpse (laughs) is definitely not going to nag you. Yeah. I mean, that's like. I don't know. I could do. That's the perfect mate. Could like weekend at Bernie's shit. Oh. Oh, that'd be perfect. And then you can get like a full pizza and be like, do you want any? No. Okay. I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> at least he's always sitting there when you like delivery comes too. Like, no, this isn't all for me. Yeah. Right. Just talking to it. Like, <laughs> call it in. Take a large pepper. Wait. Hold on. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pepper. Like those Team Peel skits. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking like. Maybe like the sex doll that Mac has. It's like that. It talks to you. <laughs> I just knows? imagine he'd be saying that. Who knows? He's in mid-conversation. But there it is. I have feelings every day. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we used to have feelings? All right. Well, there it is. You're, you're killing Whitney. 
You're marrying Whitley. The no, no, corpse. I'm fucking Whitley. You're fucking Whitley and killing Faraday. Sorry. Yeah. At least Whitley had drive and vision. Then that means you want to fuck him? <laughs> that translates to the sack. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say someone had a bunch of fan fiction about uh, Sir Chumpslap running through a bunch of Weekend at Bernie's scenarios. Where could they send that to via email, Sir Chumpslap? Well, you just send that to plottytime at gmail.com and I will personally respond to each and every one of you. Perfect. And let's say they wanted to get to us faster on the socials about why you should have fucked Faraday or, I don't know, married Whitley? <laughs> I wanted let's to say marry they got the different <laughs> I didn't want to make it too easy for you. They've got different opinions on who you should be fucking. Where could they get to us on the socials, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter, and Farmers Only. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, if you want to listen to us while you watch our logo play, go to YouTube. Like and subscribe there. That it's at Plotty Time it really helps us out. That does it for us. So stay safe. Play some games. Don't trust Doctor Scientist. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Have a good one.